0: If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything. So you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest-driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander.
1: Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here at italknet.com and as part of the italk radio network. We're on MTRI, Mixtape Radio International, around the world, around the clock, www.mtri.co.uk. We're also on wmck.fm in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. And we have a new addition to the radio network starting tomorrow, which is Tuesday, at 6 p.m. on one Radio Rehoboth in Rehoboth, Delaware. So welcome to the network. And, of course, we have the other stations that we are a part of, too, out of uh, Delmarva Talk Radio. We also have WLDJFM 107.5 Newcastle, PA, and we're always streaming at com. Well... Tonight, we're going to be talking to someone we talked to. It's hard to believe we talked to her a year ago on this program. And we talked to her about her career as a ventriloquist. And tonight, we're going to be talking to her about that, too. But we're also going to be talking about what's going on in the uh, world of entertainment. She's in Las Vegas right now. And because of the uh, coronavirus, the pandemic, Las Vegas is dark. There's nothing going on. But one thing I did realize before I bring April on the program is I learned that now I can be a ventriloquist, especially in public, because I have to wear a mask. I think Mm -hmm. I finally I think I finally figured out my career, April. I think I can be a ventriloquist, too.
2: You should do it. I mean, you know, now it's like when they start to bring shows back and I have to perform in a mask. I can I can be like. Are my lips moving? Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the On the phone line right now, Western Pennsylvania native April Brooker is on the program this evening. April, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad to be back on a Western Pennsylvania station because I'm glad to let the yinzer and me come out.
1: Well, you I'm. Know? I'm so glad you're, you're you're able to do this. When I asked you uh, about a week week and a half ago, your publicist got a hold of me, and I'm going, heck, I'm not going to go through him. I'll just go to her directly. So, um, yeah, it was it was so nice for you to be able to do this. So, again, like I prefaced in the beginning of the program, what are you doing to keep yourself busy?
2: Well, um, as we would say in Western Pennsylvania, it's a slippy it's, it's a slippy slope. But, um, you know, but I'm not but I'm being good with my time. That's as good. Matter of fact, I am spending a lot of time with my puppets and we're perfecting our craft.
1: Which is good. Uh,
2: we're we're writing new routines. Um, I'm writing a lot. I'm I'm reading detective novels. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually getting ready because when this quarantine lifts, I'm set to start a residency at Alexis Park here in Las Vegas. That
1: is that is awesome. I mean, that is fantastic that you uh you 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 got that residency. You said um when we were talking off the air that you were actually there, um getting ready to get everything set up and then all of a sudden this all happened?
2: Yes. um, I had previewed my show at the notoriety theater downtown and um, everything was great. And we were starting to talk about start dates, how to adjust the show to a new space and then Lammo. Everything was shut down. And then not only was my life put on hold, but my sister is an essential worker. She's an emergency room doctor. Oh, really? And so she's on the front lines, and she's got a daughter who's 15 months old right now. And we were worried because the baby hadn't had all of her shots. Right. So my sister's exposed to COVID every day at work. She's got a daughter, and she's worried that if she's exposed, she's gonna because you have to be quarantined. She's gonna have to be quarantined away from her daughter. Right. It was very stressful. So. And then, of course, my sister, she's going to work in a hazmat suit, and you know, but she doesn't want to say too much because they're firing doctors right now. So it's been a lot.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I can imagine, especially uh, you being so far away, that it's probably a situation if you could, if you had your way, um, you'd rather be closer to home just so you can be some, some support for your sister for what's going on.
2: Oh, absolutely. But the way I look at it, though, is both my grandfathers fought in the Pacific in World War II. Right. My grandmother was in the mill when her boyfriend, who later became my grandfather, was in the Pacific, and she was worried about him getting killed. Right. My Our grandparents lived through this, lived through World War II. We can get through watching Netflix and eating popcorn <laughs> for a few months.
1: You, you are exactly right. And and having virtual meetings through Zoom and whatever else service you're using. Um, yeah. Yes. I, I know yes. it, it, it is really tough, but I think we can pull together and I think we can do it.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And so, you know, we always saw the apost- like, and, and, you know, you look at those 18-year-old kids hoisting the flag at Emojima. They're sweating. It's stressful. And, of course, I'm <laughs> in my den watching Netflix, eat ice cream, and I'm just like, dude, come on. Yeah, get a grip. I, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not. So with everything going on right now, are you putting anything about the pandemic in your act, or quote-unquote, is it too soon?
2: Oh, absolutely. I'm putting it in my act, because I think that we need to laugh as quickly as possible. And, and I've been making little videos about okay. how we're getting through it, how my family's getting through it. And how is,
1: I, I mean, I, and I'm sure that with the, the the COVID and the pandemic and everything else, that Donald J. Trump is the center of pretty much a lot of what you're doing right now
2: oh yeah as a matter of fact he is may wilson is vinny is okay and sometimes he's the center but sometimes they need a distraction too from politics but would you like to ask mr tramp about the pandemic he's i would here right now
1: i would love to talk to mr tramp
2: hello how are you
1: I'm doing fine, uh, Donald J. Trump. So, what's going on with the, the, the COVID virus? I understand that there's been people in the White House now that have contracted the virus. Um, are you going to wear a mask? Well, here's
2: the thing that's fake news. We actually have the cure in the White House.
1: And what is that really? cure?
2: To drink good wiser. <laughs>
1: Um uh, so again, do you feel that 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 uh that China's behind this whole thing? They were trying to take down your presidency.
2: Well here's the thing. Everything's made in China, even this virus.
1: And and, and is Bill and Melinda Gates behind the virus.
2: Well, I will say this. The Bill Gates isn't behind the virus, but it was a hell of a demo. <laughs>
1: It was beta form, right? Um, now that's uh, D- Donald J. Could I sp- please speak to April again?
2: Uh, yes, I'm. I'm right here, um, <laughs> and Mr. President, I just, you know, how's your family doing with social distancing? My wife's a champion, really. What's and and tell us about that? She's so good at social distancing that she even has her own bedroom. <laughs> they so distancing. he's next to me, Bill. You should see this. Yes, but I can grab you by the. I was going to, s- Mr. Tramp.
1: I was going to say the his arms are probably all over you. So, with oh, the- they
2: are. They are like you never believe. But if this was Joe Biden, he'd be sniffing her hair. This is very true.
1: <laughs> so, with this, with this whole thing going on, and with your act, and with these, with with the, with the puppets, and everything else, are you looking at adding any new puppets to this? Maybe your own version of Doctor Fauci, or um, any one of the governors, maybe Cuomo, or stuff like that. Oh well,
2: I'm adding new puppets. Um, none of them are. Political okay. like Fauci or Cuomo? But yeah, I am adding new puppets. You're going to have to come to see the show to see those. But yeah, but Mr. Trump, how do you feel about Dr. Fauci? I'm getting rid of him. What? Yes, I'm replacing him with Walter White. Wait, did you hear this, Bill?
1: I heard it. I Wait, heard it. Walter
2: White. Why? Well, to get rid of coronavirus, you got to drink bleach and you got to injected. and that's what they do on every episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad our president's on top of it, aren't you, Bill? Yeah,
1: I am. I am just so relieved that I feel much more safe now because our president's on top of it. I really do. So, how's May doing?
2: Um, May is right here. Um, we're going to talk to May about what she's been up to. So, May, what have you been up to? Well, since coronavirus hit. I'm on the internet a lot more and I'm looking for a sugar daddy. Will you be my sugar daddy, Bill?
1: I don't have enough to be your sugar daddy, May. I'm sorry.
2: You know what? This conversation's over, but we can still be friends. Okay, <laughs> that, May.
1: That sounds good, May.
2: So, 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 but what else are you up to, May? Well, I'm getting my stimulus check. That's ah. Good. And, what, and what are you going to do with that stimulus check? I'm going to get some breast implants.
1: Okay. Is
2: that enough? Is that enough to cover breast implants? Well, oh, you see, I'm laid out of fabric. They'll do the job. There Let's you see, go. Though, hey, I'm getting a sugar daddy. Why not just get a job? I already have one. It doesn't pay all that well. Then get a new job, May. And give a telling just to get my goal for hairy little money? Never! <laughs> for your information, May, I have a sugar daddy. He bought me my bus ticket to Las Vegas. Hey girl, that's not a sugar daddy. That's a sweet and low down daddy. (laughs) So, but May, you want a sugar, so, so you want a sugar daddy, you know, but, but Bill's interviewing you because you've been on quite a few things, right? And then on, what would you do? Right. My Strange Addiction, Rachel Ray, Talk Soup, and a lot of cocaine.
1: Um. So, so with everything going on right now, do you have any other TV work out there, or are you still, are you just focus everything on the Va- uh, act in Las Vegas?
2: The act in Las Vegas, but we've been doing TV appearances. I tell Bill about some of the TV appearances you've been doing. Well, I was in a documentary about the pandemic. Yeah, she was actually really. And tell them how yeah, she. They just interviewed her, and tell that they just interviewed her. Actually, they used April to get to me. They said, Wow, the puppet angle's really good, especially that blonde. Could you hook us up with her? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever may. See? They use April to get to me. You know, Bill, I really gotta go solo. She's I... holding me back. With April, I'm just a really glad go but on my own, I'm a star. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I can see where April's holding you back. I really can. I, I can see that you could be so much you would be much quieter without her
2: much quieter yes a much
1: bigger star oh a much bigger star i'm sorry i said that wrong
2: she would be much quieter without me i'm gonna mute you if you're not careful may you know what you would never i am should i mute her bill
1: i would mute her right now
2: she's still going
1: (laughs) i can believe I, i can believe that
2: yeah, like, have you ever had a fight with a crazy woman, like an ex girlfriend, ex wife, um, sister you don't like, I don't know, neighbor you don't like? Yes. And you mute them and they're still going yes. and they don't know that they've been mute. That's what she's
1: doing, now. That's what she's
2: doing, right what she's doing huh? Uh, you know what? I you young. I'm muting you again, May.
1: <laughs> so, um, one thing I wanted to bring up because I was on your website earlier and I looked at it and I'm going, is this real or is it not? And you now are selling the juggling towel?
2: Yes, I'm selling selling a tea juggle, yes.
1: Okay, explain to the audience where this came from, because I know where it came from. Just explain to the audience what happened.
2: Okay, the story is, if you've ever had an embarrassing towel drop, slip, or whoops, if you're a lady, key juggles for you. Not only is it a great workout, but... You can surprise your significant others, unexpected visitors, or peeping Tom. And basically, T. Juggle was on videos after dark with Bob Saget. I actually performed it on there. And the segment was a hit. And not only am I performing it at the end of my show in Las Vegas, but we're selling a how-to kit.
1: Okay. Now, the thing I think is interesting about it, and I saw the Bob Saget piece when it aired live, or when it aired the first time then I watched again tonight to refresh my memory I think it's interesting that they asked guys what the color of the towel was and they couldn't tell it because they were paying more attention to what you were doing with the towel than remembering what the color was
2: yes yes that I, and I thought that that was the best line and he said very he said every young man we asked could not remember the color of the towel we can't fault fold her folding you know <laughs> and I grew up watching you Bob Saget and right. Danny Tanner, Full House. Of course, so of course. I'm like Danny Tanner said my name, and then the whole thing was happening with Lori Laughlin, the college yes. admissions scandal, and I'm like, and Aunt Becky's not paying back my grad school loans. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. I I, I can see I can see that way of being interesting. Um, so with all this going on, and the towel is a great segue to what you were doing in Maxim at the beginning of the year or at the beginning Mm -hmm. of last year actually
2: so yes the 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 Maxim thing was was amazing i got a lot of amazing exposure from that no pun intended (laughs) so the whole thing is how did that ever
1: happen because when i found out about it i'm getting these alerts and these updates and
2: i'm going wait a minute how did they find her well, what happened was I entered the contest on a dare. Okay. And I didn't expect to be in the contest for as long as I was, uh, because a lot of girls that entered, you know, they're they're very serious about it. Um, and so when I entered, my goal was to make the top twenty right. in my group. Right. And so then I made the top twenty. Then I made the top ten. Then I made – no, then I made the top 15. Then I made the top 10. Then I made the top five. And when I made the top five, I was like, okay. And so then I didn't advance beyond that. But I had a lot of people voting for me, and I felt like I was running for president. Hi, I'm, I'm running for Maxim's next cover girl. Will you vote for me?
1: Um, I, I thought that, again I,
2: – I wanted, I wanted Russia to hack that election.
1: Oh. Uh... <laughs> When I saw that, I'm going, wow, a local girl from Western Pennsylvania making it that far in and, and the Maxim runoff for the, uh, the cover was just amazing. So, as you said, people noticed you in more ways than one. Did that give you more work? Did people uh, start looking for your work? Because, again, once your name is out there, people start looking for you online. Did it actually... Um, give you some type of uh credibility and notoriety with your act
2: actually yeah it did i had a few people um giving me offers for stuff like you know like they were scouting me okay um then yeah some people were scouting me and it also helped give me some visibility for other opportunities absolutely
1: that is awesome so of course that's now in your bio whenever you do anything right
2: Oh, absolutely. And actually the Maxim um, contest helped me. uh, I wanted to do a calendar.
1: Okay. And all
2: of a sudden it's like, I'm doing this calendar. And it was so funny because when I was in the contest, there were these guys that I went to high school with. And they're like, not only did I vote for you, but you look better than you did in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't graduate too
1: long ago either
2: oh thank you you're too kind um i i graduated longer like i graduated a while ago but i was like okay and like you didn't even know who i was in high right. school but you...
1: yeah when, but, when, yeah. And, when you start dressing with little to nothing on people start recognizing especially guys that you went to school with
2: oh absolutely and the and the best part was is I was hitting up a lot of people to vote for me. And these were people that, um, comedian friends of mine that, not that I lost touch with them, right? but things happened. People go here and there, they voted for me and friends that I hadn't seen in a while voted for me. And so it was a way to reconnect with people, which was amazing. But the most amazing thing was the contest went towards building houses for veterans. Right. And, um, I made fun of the president and stuff, but I support veterans. And so one of the best fan letters I got was actually a gentleman who benefited from the charity that the contest was um donating to. And they built him a house and stuff and right. he sent me a fan letter saying, you know, I love you, this, that and just so you know, I'm a wounded warrior. Oh. Like, this is an honor to get this fan letter. Right,
1: of course, yeah. Um and yeah like
2: I was humbled and honored absolutely.
1: And that and that is that is amazing. That has to that has to give you um a sense of satisfaction that because you're putting yourself and I'm using the term very loosely, but you're putting yourself out there and on the line to help these people who actually sacrificed their well-being for this country. I mean it's just it has to be um mm-hmm. honoring for you like you said to get that that fan mail From an individual that was thanking you for something that uh, that you did that was um, pales in comparison to what they did. Um,
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because the thing is, is that we all focus on okay, we don't like this in this country, we don't like that, but we forget that you know there were a lot of wars fought to give us these rights.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And that goes back to yeah. what we were talking about in the beginning of the uh, program tonight is that people are complaining about the coronavirus and they're complaining mm-hmm. because they have to sit at home and watch Netflix and eat popcorn while their family members and ancestors actually gave their lives for the freedoms that we have. So, I mean, you can't yeah. compare this to anything that anybody else has been with. Yes, it's a it's a mild inconvenience, but it's not mm-hmm. something that it, it's something we can all do together. Um, so with that, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And you were saying,
1: (laughs) so, uh, (laughs) so with, with you being in Vegas right now, and I've been watching uh, things about the entertainment industry recently that I guess that, um, Vegas is completely dark. Nothing is going on there right now. So what are you doing to fill your time?
2: But what I'm doing is working with my puppets I'm working in my garden. I have tomato plants
1: So I have peppers So are you you're actually you are living there you haven't put yourself in a hotel or anything you actually got a residence
2: Yes I have a residence I'm, and, and I'm growing peppers I'm okay. growing tomatoes and I'm growing posies. I have a um, I have a raspberry bush. And I have a boysenberry bush.
1: Okay. And that's what you're doing to keep you past your time.
2: Yes. And then I'm spending time with my dogs. And, and as I said, I'm spending time with my puppets. And, yo, is this the radio guy? Yeah, yeah. This is Vinny two times. Hey, Vinny. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you, How you doing? doing? I'm doing good, April. You know I don't like being recorded. This is former mobster turned magician Vinny Two-Times. He's your courtesy of Witness Protection and the uh, U.S. Marshal Services. Uh, so, Vinny, why, why, why do they call you Vinny Two-Times? Because they only had to tell them twice. <laughs> so, why are you good at magic, Vinny? Because I'm like Italian. I'm good at letting people disappear. So where are you from, Bill? Are you from New York?
1: No, I'm from outside of Pittsburgh.
2: Oh, you're still a good guy. You want to uh, help me hide the gaudy after the show? It
1: sounds good to me. Just let me know where. I got a river right by my house.
2: Even better. Vinny, you can't be talking like that on the show. <laughs> Correction, Bill. You want to help me hide the body and the frog behind me after the show? Oh,
1: uh, Whatever you say, Vinny.
2: Vinny, wow. So what was your first magic trick? It was a feat of strength. Was this um, a disappearing act? No, I got a seat on the New York City subway. <laughs> this That is a magic trick. So um, I know you can't perform magic on the radio, but what's the best trick you've ever performed? It's an illusion. I've been performing it this entire time. I wasn't aware you were doing magic. Oh, but I was. I was making you look like a good ventriloquist.
1: Oh,
2: oh, oh. Oh, Vinny. But but Vinny, what do you think of all the mask wearing? Um, He's been very vocal. What do you think? You know, when I wore a mask like that outside of the house, I got arrested. This is true. You did. But now I'm looking at everybody wearing the mask and I'm like, where's the height?
1: Unfortunately, Vinny, you're very correct on that one. It does look like everybody's going in to hold up somebody um, with all the masks that are being worn right now, especially those of people that are wearing bandanas.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, where's the armored car? Come on. (laughs)
1: Um So with the stuff you're writing right now, is it timely or is it stuff that you've always wanted to focus on but never had the opportunity to focus on before?
2: It's a little bit of both. It's a little timely um, because I'm going to do some coronavirus jokes, but also some of it's evergreen too. Like I'm testing out some new bits and guys are going to have to see the show at Alexis Park to see them. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, for instance, you know, I like some of them, you know. But you know, and I've also been getting to know my uh, puppets a little better. Like Vinny, where are you? Um, where are you playing? When all's said and done, I'm under Liberty, except for this here ankle bracelet. Really, but that doesn't mean that you can't be under contract. Contract? Bill. No. she said. Contract. I heard it. I heard it. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> wow, I, I got a full house. I'm telling you.
1: I hey. I, at le- at least you're able to keep yourself company i mean that's that right there is amazing um because you have a full house full- full of characters that uh I'm sure every time you see one in a different light uh during this situation you can come up with something different
2: oh yeah and i and i'm and I have new material every day and I'm just writing. I'm practicing, I'm writing, and I'm just using this time to my advantage, quite frankly, you know? Uh,
1: so, with the act that you're doing in, in Vegas now, which is called April Unwrapped, correct?
2: Correct. And my my mom was horrified when she saw the poster, <laughs> so you
1: know. Well, I would be, too, with the towel flipping and the Maxim, I would be worried, also. Um, that-
2: my mother. Doesn't know about the maximum contest I had a few aunts and uncles vote for me, but my mother doesn't know
1: oh come on how does your mother not know
2: I didn't tell her <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I'm sure they I, I'm sure she found out eventually um,
2: i she did find out at my cousin's wedding because my uncle and all of his friends voted for me they were so cool and my uncle's friend that I adore was like do you want to go outside and have a cigar with me I'm like, sure. And so then I think
1: my mom caught on. Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say that if it was something small, I could see you getting away with it, but not something that big. There's no way. Um, Especially if your mother have any internet savvy whatsoever, she'd be able, especially if she Google searched your name just to see what was out there. It was all over the place.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I think she does Google search my name every morning. So, yeah, you're right. Bill,
1: she does. <laughs> she, <laughs> she wants to make sure you're doing OK is why. Um, so the, yes. whole, the whole idea of the um, the show in Vegas, are you focusing just on a few puppets? Are you are you um, or are you rotating them in and out depending on uh, the night of the week or whatever, whatever content of the act there is?
2: Right now, I'm focusing on a few, but ultimately, I want to be like Jeff Dunham, where I can rotate them in and out.
1: Okay. Um, which ones are you focusing on right now? I'm sure you're doing uh, Donald, Donald J. Tramp. You're doing Vinny. Mm-hmm. You're doing May.
2: And for the rest of them, they're going to be a surprise. So. Ah,
1: because you have to go to the show. I knew you were going to throw that at me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 you. <laughs> I knew yeah, you. Were... As a matter of fact, yep. Yep. You got to come to the show guys. Like it's going to be, you know, and I'm not saying that just to get you the show while I am saying that just to get you the show. I'm saying that because I also want it to be a surprise. Right. I got gotcha. you. I, I, I,
1: I understand that too, because that the whole novelty of being able to do a, uh, a residency is be able to change it up and get audiences there and speaking of audience, you're listening to MTRI Mixtape Radio International around the world, around the clock at www.mtri.co.uk and you're also listening to us on WMCK.FM McKeesport and our new station out of uh, Rehoboth, Delaware 99.1 Radio Rehoboth along with Delmarva Talk Radio and also WLDJFM 107.5 So with everything going on right now, you mentioned to me when I asked you how the Vegas Strip looked right now. You said it was totally dark.
2: Yeah, it's totally dark. Um, as a matter of fact, ten and teller when they go dark, you know it's real.
1: <laughs> and and I can imagine. And I would have assumed if if things were back to oil, back to normal, with the incident that happened with Roy Horn this past weekend, passing away of Siegfried and Roy that I'm sure that Vegas would have been dimming the lights for that event.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, the lights would have been dimmed. Um, Absolutely. That was very tragic because even though I never had the pleasure of meeting him, everybody that met him liked both him and Siegfried a lot. Yeah. And it speaks a lot to his humanity that after everything that went down with the tiger, he did not want that animal put down.
1: Right. That speaks a lot. Yeah, and again, it, it it's just a shame that he he passed away, um, uh, this past weekend. Now, with everything going on in Vegas, we're hearing talk that the mayor in Vegas basically said we want people to open up, but we're not taking responsibility for them opening up. Have you heard anything about when your club's going to open?
2: Um, I'm not sure yet. I can't comment on that. But people were pretty upset when she said that. I can tell you that. Oh, so. I I'm sure.
1: So how long Yeah, we have, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
2: No, no, no. That's, that's fine. We have like 80,000 plus deaths from this right now. So people are scared. So, so whenever,
1: um, with this going on right now, um, I just lost my train of thought. Um, so do you (laughs) see your show being totally different because of the idea of the, of, of, of COVID-19, um, would you really have to wear a mask if you were on stage? I mean, how is that going to
2: work? You know, I'm not sure about that, but the thing is, is that there's not going to be as much like, cause parts of my show, I bring people up on stage. Right. I'm probably not going to be able to do that now. So I'm restructuring my show a little bit as we speak.
1: Okay. And
2: to see how it's restructured, you got to see it. But, um, it's, I think you're going to see a lot less audience participation now in a lot of shows. Like, you know, not that the audience won't be into it, but you know how they bring people up on oh, the stage. Oh, yeah, you're definitely. Not yeah. Um,
1: so, <laughs> as I thought, because I made a comment about wearing a mask uh, and, and doing it myself, but I can't imagine, because of that's your skill, you being able to do it, but I can see the puppets wearing masks because you know, you don't want a puppet to spread COVID. No,
2: no, there's nothing like a puppet that spreads COVID, and out of all of them, I think May is the most likely to spread it. Uh, well, it may not
1: be COVID nineteen; it may be other things you may be spreading. But I know we won't right. go there. You just
2: took the words right out of my mouth, Bill. You just took the words right out of my mouth.
1: This is a family show, really. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyhow, I just, I just think it's interesting because. Four weeks ago, six weeks ago, everything was normal. And now all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're there. You're trying to figure out what you're going to be able to do to bring back the act, to be able to do it in a way that's going to be structured. So the audience is going to do it, enjoy themselves, and you're going to be motivated to do it.
2: Yeah, and and not only that, but everybody will feel safe going. Right. And that's the thing is that, you know, it's like, okay, you know, before we all left our houses and stuff happened, like, you know, car accidents or whatever. But now this is a whole new thing where people are like, should I leave my house? Am I feeling well enough to leave my house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I want people to enjoy the show, but I also want them to feel safe. I don't want them to be panicked about coming to my show. Like right. they're going to catch COVID. You know? Right. Right. Um,
1: so how long, how long have you been out of
2: work? I've been out of work about two months now.
1: Oh, so really? I didn't realize they were shut that long. So how are you making ends meet if you're not working?
2: Well, um, I'm, you know, I'm doing little jobs here and there. Uh, you know, little stuff here and there. Um, I'm getting my stimulus check. Thank Jesus. So,
1: <laughs> right. Which is true because that's unheard of to be able to get assistance um, for entertainers like yourself, because no one, no one thought that was going to happen.
2: Yeah. And actually, you know, because of my union status, my SAG-AFTRA status, I am eligible for certain kinds of assistance that I've been applying for. Okay. And, you know, And so people have been very helpful. And I will say this, that um, since COVID has happened, you see a lot of community coming back. Like, I know people, especially in the comedy community, they know that certain people aren't as well off for whatever reason. Right. They've been giving them food. They've been bringing food over. Oh, really? And, yeah, like, in... You know, they've been saying, if you and your kids can't eat for whatever reason, we will bring food over. And they've been doing
1: it. Oh, that's awesome.
2: Um,
1: oh, yeah. So have you noticed with this going on that the average citizen, and I and I have a, a son that's, uh, that's a theater major in college right now. And, mm-hmm. of course, every show he's been in or every show he's auditioned for, of course, has been canceled. But have you noticed the public realizing how important entertainment is in their daily lives? Because if not, we'd be going crazy right now because we have to have something to break up the monotony. If not, we'd all be overweight and we'd all be alcoholics. Oh,
2: absolutely. And and, and, and I, I can't agree with you more because there's all this conversation right now. About what's an essential worker. And obviously, my sister is what's known as an essential worker. She's a healthcare worker. Right. And um, several of my cousins are nurses. They're essential workers. Um, you know, you have the truck drivers. Um, you can't forget to thank them. And um, the delivery people and the restaurant workers. But entertainers are essential workers too because you turn on Netflix. And oh, if it yeah. wasn't for the show Netflix, um, you turn on um, movies, and if it wasn't for the actors, even the reruns on television. And so, yeah, it's like that's why you know when Jill Scott and Erica Badu are doing a battle online, everybody's watching because guess what? Entertainers are keeping people sane right now. Oh, exactly. So we're. So we're even though we're not classified as essential workers, we're essential.
1: Oh, see, and I and I agree with you because I think you are essential because again, you're helping us keep our sanity. Now, are you doing anything online, um, yourself? Are you collaborating with anybody, or are you just sitting back and watching everybody else right now?
2: No, I'm doing stuff online. I've done several Zoom shows online. Okay. Um, I've made little videos on Instagram. I make a few videos a week. I've um, I've been on. Um, as a matter of fact, I was in a forty-eight hour film festival in California.
1: So you are so, you, you are keeping yourself busy, busy then.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. My <laughs> gosh! And because I've been doing these different Zoom shows around the like online, I've been meeting comedians from around the world. I've been meeting actors from around the world.
1: That's awesome. That really is Um, to be able to do something like that, to keep yourself out there. Now, because you have all this time, are you are you venturing out into different interests that you may be looking at pursuing? Um, I know you classify yourself as an actress, a comedian and a ventriloquist, but is there anything else you're looking at doing in the entertainment field?
2: Well, I've been writing a lot because I write too. I actually have a master's in writing, so um, there's a television pilot that I'm punching up right now. But more than anything, I'm marketing my tea juggle. I'm exercising my entrepreneurial spirit with tea juggle. And so, if you guys want a tea juggle kit, go to ablebroker.tv. TV.
1: <laughs> I'm waiting to see you on Shark Tank. I really am. I...
2: <laughs> I've actually been trying to get on Shark Tank. Have Test you really? Have to here. And so, Shark Tank. If you're listening, get a tea kit on AprilBrooker TV.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's great that you did it, and I know, um, and and some of that you're poking fun at yourself. But again, I think I think it's a great idea because it 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 could be something you need in a situation where you are in an awkward place and you need something to uh, be able to entertain with. I guess is the best way to put it.
2: Oh, yeah, and also I hope that it becomes a – I hope the tea juggle becomes a hit at bachelorette parties, oh, yeah. girls' nights out, sorority parties.
1: Yeah, I, I, can, I can see it doing that. Now, um, do you have any TV work lined up in the future that you know about? Or are you doing anything uh, prepping for that? Um, because I know you've done some TV work with reality programming that you've done in the past.
2: Uh, nothing lined up right now because everything's on hold because people are waiting to see where the industry goes. I think, yeah. um, and so because they're they're doing um, productions differently now, and people don't know where that's going. But if you want to follow what I'm doing, go to dot TV, guys. <laughs>
1: I was hoping you would. I was hoping you were going to uh, promote that for yourself, because um, if you haven't seen it, it's all pink. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it is really pink, and it is it is actually enjoyable. I look at it once every once every uh, few days just to see what you're up to, and. And again, it's
2: very, it's it's
1: very pink. Well, I do that before they do a show because I have to find out what you are doing. um, So I have an idea of what we're talking about. But I think, I think it's great that you're keeping yourself busy. And, um, and again, you said you're punching up a TV script. What is the pilot looking like? What is it about? Let me ask you that question. Or is it too secretive? We can't tell anybody. No,
2: no, no. I read a book called i came i saw i sang memoirs of a singing telegram delivery girl yes it's available on amazon
1: yes i remember talking and, about that in the past
2: and i'm writing a pilot based on that and so guys buy my book on amazon because during this quarantine you should be reading
1: that's right that's right you can only you can only do so much while watching and, and listening so reading is a good thing to get involved with
2: Yeah, and your son's a theater major, and he will
1: tell you that a lot of his work involves reading. Yes. Yeah, his frustration right now is because, um, again, like I said, he had productions he was supposed to be a part of. But it's the whole idea of now auditioning, that you're not auditioning in a room with people, you're doing it over a Zoom call. Because they're trying to get everything, at least be prepared for when everything goes back to somewhat normal. And it's just a totally different world out there because you don't have that interaction that you had before.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and when you audition on Zoom or when you're on Zoom, you're over the internet, it's not like having your partner right there, right? you know, um, because when you read with somebody or you do a scene with somebody, um, you know, say you're supposed to come in and they just cheated on your husband with, you know. Oh, their, yeah you know yeah like there's nothing more in theater it's charged and blah blah and you see them in person and then doing that on zoom it's like what
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is awkward and it's and it's reteaching ourselves not only to do things differently but i think it also gives us that understanding that we have to appreciate what we had in the past and when we get it back again we need to appreciate when we have it
2: and that's where I think the silver lining in this will be is that um, we're going to be a lot um, healthier, but we're also going to be a lot kinder and more appreciative. Of the I world. hope,
1: I hope um, some of the things I've been reading and seeing recently. I don't know. I don't know about that, but I'm hoping once we get on the other side of this, we will.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Like there are people who they're they're irate right now, and I get that being quarantined hard. I I was watching live CD and there was a guy that was quarantined with his um, current girlfriend and Uh ex-girlfriend and they were all going at the cops came. I think he was begging. He said, please take me to jail. Get me out of here.
1: I was reading some of your Twitter posts on, (laughs) on your, your commentary that was running live uh, with live PD. And and let me say a few of those were quite uh, humorous. Um, thank you <laughs> because i wasn't watching it for some reason um, and i usually am an avid watcher of the program but i wasn't watching it this week and just reading what you had to say you kept me up to date so i was in good shape um but again thank
2: you thank you it's been a lot of sex toys and dentures lately um, so, <laughs> i'm glad i, I, I did watch now that a member of Live icd nation yes though, because you know It's like when those dogs are on it, it's like, bam, canine Corps is on it. Bam. I,
1: I just, I just, I love the program. And whenever they went into, because of, of quarantine, they were running reruns. So I got out of the habit of watching it again and I didn't realize they were doing live programming again. So I'm kind kind of upset that I missed it now. Um,
2: well, they there's it's on three hours Saturday, so you can catch up. I okay. have faith in you. Bill.
1: Okay, I can I can do that. I can do that this week. I can catch up. Um, so with with the stuff going on, and we're talking about new puppets and that, have you thought ta- thought about doing your own version of Tiger King and Carol Baskin?
2: I actually have some Tiger King and Carol Baskin
1: material. Oh, I think it would be hilarious.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Because I I've been watching it, and um, let me say that uh, the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, yes, he would probably be my friend. He's so <laughs> crazy that we would be friends.
1: I could see you with a puppet and talking to him because you really don't have many puppets with mullets. Uh, no,
2: <laughs> I, I find I and, find and so, him interesting. I, 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 I would have been friends with all of them. That's how I feel. Yeah. You know what? When he's released from jail, we're probably going to be fun.
1: <laughs> I, I, you and a lot of people, because I think a lot of people think that he's interested. So from what I'm hearing, your your team, your team uh, Joe Exotic. You're not Team Carol Baskin.
2: Yeah, I think no Carol Baskin is evil, and yeah. she is just so evil, and she just like came out like, okay, maybe you don't like the way he kept those cats but you know what one it's none of your business and two those cats weren't being hurt
1: right um again a lot of people a lot of people um find that program very interesting and one thing i thought was interesting you did make it through the whole series right oh yeah that they had ties to las vegas which i thought was interesting
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but a a lot of magicians use animals in their shows, and you get a lot of like exhibits in Las Vegas. So I wasn't shocked.
1: Right. Um, again, it it to me, I I just think it's very interesting. I could actually, what I could see is I could see you doing your own version, the puppet version of Tiger King, um, and just do it in five minute segments. I think it would be hilarious.
2: Oh, that would be that would be so funny, especially because there would be so many different characters.
1: You could just reenact the phone calls between the two of them, which would be well worth it. um
2: oh yeah, absolutely and you know, and I and I would and at the end, I would be check everything out on TV. except it would be exotic saying you know. Check it out on TV.
1: So, how long does it take you to work on a character to create one from beginning to end?
2: How long does it take? Yeah. Um, it Just, usually takes. It varies. Sometimes I put a character on my arm and they click, and then sometimes it takes me a little bit of time. Okay. It depends on the character.
1: Because the la-
2: May, she, she clicked from day one.
1: Because the last time you and I talked, you were talking about the puppets that you've had made. And do you, when you have them made, do you have an idea of what their personality is going to be before you start working with them, or does the personality come afterwards?
2: Sometimes I have an idea, and then sometimes it comes afterwards. Like sometimes I pick a puppet up. Sometimes people have given me puppets, okay, and I come up with I, I come up with them then. But sometimes I know what I'm going to do with a puppet when I have them made. But with Mae Wilson, she clicked the second I put her on my arm.
1: She's always clicked. Now, with Mae Wilson, because I make the connection between her and Mae West, is that what the, the plan was to begin with?
2: Yes and no. I'm an avid Mae West fan. Okay. And there's a Mae West tribute in my show in Las Vegas. So, guys, keep looking for updates on TV. But anyway, um, the thing is that I'm April and she's May. Right and
1: uh, uh, sorry. I finally made the connection. Yeah. Never mind. You can tell where my yeah. I get it now.
2: Hey, okay, you. It's all right. We've been in quarantine for how long? So don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: That's pretty sad. I finally got it. Anyhow,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, it's so good.
1: What's your newest puppet you have?
2: My newest puppet, um, Vinny's my newest that I'm going to talk about on the air.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, if for some reason we have a new president in November, are you going to um, retire him, or are you going to use him less in the act, or are you going to use him more? Any thoughts about that?
2: I am use him more, because if he's not reelected, he's not going away. Have yeah. you ever known that man
1: to be quiet? Uh, no, <laughs> never, never. But would you put introduce a Joe Biden puppet in your act or I'd you... be
2: open to it okay because he because he's just like he just does crazy things like he was calling coronavirus Ebola during one of the debates right
1: um i was just I, curious because I, I can picture what that puppet would look like that's the sad part um <laughs> I really can it would just be all forehead and just a large mouth i I can see that puppet um but I was just curious if that if if you if you thought that far enough down the road or you're not gonna worry about it until the event happens.
2: I'm not gonna worry about it until the event happens because honestly, anything could happen right. between now and November yeah. you know because like. Who knows? Like, because Bernie Sanders was backing out of the race, and then he wasn't. Right. But Joe Biden will probably be the nominee. Right. I again. Yeah.
1: So. Two months ago, we didn't think we'd be stuck at home talking to puppets. I really didn't think so.
2: Well, we we never foresaw this coming. Like we were living life, and then blammo, everything right. was shut down. Right.
1: <laughs> again, it just amazes me, and and um for people like you, that they're their whole career and their whole livelihood is entertainment and not being able to practice that and to be able to, uh, to, to make ends meet because of that career, it has to be difficult.
2: It is difficult, but you know what? I'm going to get through it. Like I said, you know, it's like my grandparents lived through world right. War world. We can do this.
1: Right. And, and you're exactly right. You can't, uh, you gotta look at the positive side of it and everything else. Um, hard to believe we've been talking for almost an hour because every time I talk to you, it goes by so quickly. Um, anything you want to say or any one of the puppets would like to say before I let you guys go tonight?
2: Uh, what would you like to say, May? Well, I'd like to say, Will, that I love you.
1: <laughs> well, I love you too. And you know
2: what? What? Someday, when you come to Las Vegas. I know that you're lying about your monetary worth. You have, an, you have a life insurance policy. Yes. As a matter of fact, it's probably worth millions and millions of dollars.
1: Uh, my wife wishes so. Uh, it, it, it. Oh,
2: may she may have beat you to the punch. Oh my God! What do you have to say? who has got a wife. Well, I'm all fabric. I don't count. <laughs>
1: That's well, yeah, okay. I got you there. That makes sense. You don't, yeah, whatever
2: happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And what would you like to say, Mr. Priam? Vote well, for me and no longer. I'm for the right to their arms and the right to their breath. <laughs> and what would you like, and what would you like to say, Vinny? What, what would you like to say? Well, I'd like to say this if you're gonna go out of the house wearing a mask. At least still had a commit a heist.
1: <laughs> Vinny, thank you very much for those 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 very intuitive words. I appreciate that.
2: Yes, and if you and this is what I have to say, and yeah. you should learn how to towel juggle. I yeah, go to AprilBrickler TV, everybody, and what do you gotta say about that, Vinny? Yeah, I gotta say this. I gotta say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm gonna you're all right. No, I know that if i got going to hide a
1: party in the desert, I can do it. Well, like I said, the Mon River runs right past my house, so we can take care of that.
2: Yeah, even better. Even better <laughs> we So, Oh, my gosh. Now you're giving them ideas. I, I, love
1: hey, I love it. Hey, got to do what you got to do. April, I appreciate it. I wish you the best of luck. I hope Vegas opens up real soon so you can get back to work. me too too, guys Uh, because again this is this again is something we've never thought would happen and for entertainers like you we really need you guys to get back to work because we need something to take our mind off this and I'm grateful that uh, you're doing what you're doing right now and I wish you the best of luck thank you
2: thank you everybody and follow me aprilbrooker.tv
1: April you have a great night we'll talk to you again hey you know what Okay. Whenever the act opens up, I'll have you back on and we can talk about how everything's going.
2: Perfect. And let me know if you're out to Vegas, I'll happily comp you in.
1: So. I, uh, I I will let you know. I will let you know. I appreciate that.
2: Perfect.
1: April, you have a great night. We'll talk to you next time. Okie doke. Bye-bye. <laughs> April Brooker of aprilbrooker.tv, ventriloquist extraordinaire. Um, Some of her characters, uh, Donald J. Tramp, which is the uh, takeoff of the president, Um, May, and uh, Vinny. Vinny. I like Vinny. Vinny? (laughs) I I, I think I could be friends with Vinny. I think Vinny is one of those guys that you go to McKee's Rocks with, have a few beers, and then you'd forget about what happened the rest of the night if they found you. Um, or the body, one of the two. But anyhow, yours truly, Phil Alexander, with you. Uh, we are here. We're live on a Monday night. For those of us that are listening to us on a uh, pre-recorded form, uh, we stream live every Monday night at italknet, uh, dot com. We're also streaming live and broadcasting live on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, and on MTRI, Mixtape Radio International, around the world, around the clock at www.mtri.co.uk. Hard to believe that we go through an hour of programming so quick. Um, As you can tell, every time I do this, I have a blast because these people that I talk to, not only do I want you to hear about them, I just like to share my time with them so you have an understanding of what's going on. We have an interview coming up next Monday with a gentleman by the name of Wayne D. McFarlane called Tales from the Day. And he'll be on next week, and we're going to be talking about um, his book that he has out. And um, what he's uh, talking about is Tales from the Day, life-shaping events that, truth be told, are all happening under the heading of Oops! Oops! (laughs) <laughs> so, and, and Wayne is um, from a small Midwestern town, and he is going to be speaking to us, looking forward to this interview next week. Hopefully, you'll be able to join us. If not, you can catch it. I talk net on the uh, playback and also on um, some of the other stations that we broadcast on at a later time. But again, thank you very much to April for joining us this evening. I really appreciate it. And I had a blast talking to her. And again, check out her website at April Brooker. That's uh, April, A-P-R-I-L, B-R-U-C-K-E-R dot TV. And also, if you want to, uh, type in April's name and also type Maxim after it. And you'll see the newspaper, or the newspaper, the magazine, uh, 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 stuff that she was doing with Maxim magazine in the beginning of 2019, Um, which was very interesting, again, to have her do and be a part of because we were talking to her right as this was happening. So that's going to wrap up a program tonight. I really appreciate you guys spending time with us. And uh, we'll be back next week here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. And don't forget to check out my website, which is www.italknet.com. Everybody, you have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. This has been a Million Dollar Baby production.
0: Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumpke is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumpke will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumpke. Apply now at rumpkecareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply.